What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. The place where we invite real people to talk about their journey on social media. We'll dig deep into the mindset it takes to be yourself, create massive value, and do it over and over again. This could be the episode that changes your business and life for the better. So let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset. And I'm excited. And I say that every episode. So I'm sure some of you don't believe me. But I truly am because I have... I'm going to call her a friend because we can be internet friends and, and I don't get to talk to very many other speakers, right? I usually am interviewing top lenders, top realtors that are leveraging social media, but you, Alicia, for those of you that don't know my guest yet, cause you're listening to this and you can't see her like I can, I have Alicia Baruti and Alicia, you this is the coolest title ever. And I feel like I'm going to give myself this title, my self-imposed. You're, you are simply known as the national speaker for right. just a tiny little company called BombBomb that no one's probably ever heard of. No one, of course, never. How, how the heck do you just fall in to a title of national speaker for a company like BombBomb? Um, it's actually pretty great. Um, well, duh, of course it is. So, so, uh, you know, I started here, um, like six and a half years ago and okay. my very first role here was actually support. Um, I was really? a massage therapist for 13 years and completely wow. shifted. Wow. So I came in here as in support and I didn't really have like what I thought was a traditional sales background. I had done like some like kind of sales when I first graduated from high school. Yeah, I definitely. I ran my own business and did some like sales and marketing type stuff, but as a massage therapist, I didn't really see it that way. So, um, but once they had me working in support, they were like, Oh, this girl can sell. Yeah. So then I did, um, inside sales. And while I was doing inside sales is when I actually started, um, going to events with bomb bomb and doing some of the in booth demos. And, um, we discovered that I was good at that. And I've been a paid actor since I was 12 years old. So I like attention. What the heck? How, you're just dropping these bombs. Like what, what, what'd you get paid to act on when you were 12 years old? Uh, it was a children's video series in Vancouver. Are you, are you from Canada? Yeah, I am. Golly. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I had no idea. See, it's just like another layer of goodness. So many layers. (laughs) So yeah, I was, um, very comfortable talking in front of people and, and, and both like they discovered and I discovered like, oh, this is a thing. It's different than the acting. Yeah. It's different than selling, but there still is, there's a place for it. And Um, so I did inside sales for a year and a half, and then I was doing enterprise sales. And I realized really quickly, um, with enterprise sales, especially because I was handed like the top 200 Remax broker owners in the U S and Canada, and they were like, go make some money, see what you can do. Um, so I actually was like, well, 
you know, brokers traditionally, they're not licensing their entire brokerage, right? Right. Contractors, they're not paying for services. So when we were doing enterprise sales with real estate, it was always this tough back and forth of like, the broker is like, I only want to do it if my people want it. How do you get the people, the buy-in and all of that? So I just started creating opportunities for myself to get in front of more people. That was part of it. I, I was, wow. I had a pipeline. I had a number I was responsible for. So I was starting to like create opportunities for myself to get in front of more people. And that kind of, you know, blossomed and I was being invited to do larger things. And, um, the president of our company actually asked me, this was probably like three years ago at this point, maybe four years. He was like, Alicia, what's your dream job here? And I told him, I told him exactly what I wanted to be doing. And he was like, you and I are on the same page. That's actually what I need from you. And so we kind of crafted this role together. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. It's great. I, I love, I love my bomb bomb story. It's, I mean, it's an awesome story. Because obviously, like every massage therapist wants to be a national speaker. I mean, that's just such a such a natural transition, you know, it's everybody's dream. Totally. So so I want to go back to like, I'm interested in the enterprise sales piece where, you know, you're trying to sell to the owners, but obviously they're not buying something if they don't feel the people are going to use it. And so you had to build relationships with those people. Yep. So like, what role did video play? Because obviously you're with BombBomb, so yeah. you have this incredible video platform. Yeah. How are you leveraging video to kind of create those opportunities for yourself? Yeah. I, I mean, that I wouldn't have been able to create those kinds of opportunities without it. That's that's That was my in as, yeah. as a sales rep, as an enterprise sales rep. Um, was getting that face to face with with a broker and getting the video in front of them and talking about... Yeah what I can do. The amount of times when I was on the sales side that you would call someone, right. And you tell them who they are and they say, they're not, they don't want to talk to you. Yep. And then they hang up and then I would send the video and be like, I know you're not interested in having a conversation right now, but I just wanted to send a video so that you had my contact information. The amount of times that I got the response to that email after they said they didn't want to talk to me that said, Oh, well, you have my attention now. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I I just feel like, especially with video, um, like, you know, so many people, when we start talking about video, they're thinking of video for marketing, right? They think of the, the, the social media, the throw it, throw the spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. But what, what we do and what I primarily am teaching people to do is direct to the person you're trying to communicate. in the way that humans communicate most naturally. So people hear video and they're like, eh, social media, I don't, I'm not interested. But then when they get one in their inbox of someone being like, hi, Kyle. Yeah. It changes it. It's amazing. And so, you know, you and I, like we could, we could nerd out on video stuff for a day. Right. And, and we would love every second of it. And then we could probably nerd out the next day and the next day. But it still, it blows my mind. I mean, how many rooms that I speak in and I, I mean, I'm very compelling mm-hmm. and I am a, a good motivator. Like I can get people to cry, but it still just blows my mind how people can sit in a presentation about the power of video, about the power of communication and yet still be like, 
Meh, I don't know. Like, why in, on your side? Because I'm on the social media side. Yeah. You're, you're exclusively coaching and speaking and teaching to the one-to-one video interaction side. Yeah, Mo- most social media, but mostly. Yeah. Most of the time. Yep. Um, and we could say that they're the same technically, in my opinion. Yep. But I think it is safer if you're recording a video for one. Like it feels less like if it it's does. for one person. Yes. Agreed. What What are the things that you feel like you have to really like handhold people on the most? Yeah. To get them to really cross that threshold and actually do it. Yeah. The number one thing that keeps people from doing video at any level, whether it's simple one-to-one in their business or social media or wherever, the number one thing is people's own fear and uncomfortability with being on camera. That is overwhelming. That is what keeps people from doing it. So, you know, back when I first started at BombBomb, um, the approach that everyone had kind of taken or that the people, the people that were speaking about it was sort of this, like, eh, you look like what you look like. You sound like what you sound like, get over yourself. Yeah. Um, but I, I re- a lot. yeah, but I realized really quickly when I was on the road, um, that that doesn't work for a lot of people, especially, sure. and not saying it's more women than men because, well, it is, but I, I do hear just as many men saying they struggle with this, but, yeah. um, there, there is a lot wrapped up in women for women in the way we look in the way we're presented in the way we're perceived. Like you guys are complicated. Is that what you're saying? No way. I'm saying that the, the messaging that is thrown at us from a very young age, right? Right. There is this, yeah, no doubt this there's the, I'm not enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not compelling enough. I don't like the sound of my voice. I have too many crow's feet around my eyes. And yeah. we hear it with men too. I have just as many men that will yeah. say, Alicia, I have, I have a face for radio or nobody mm-hmm. wants to see this mug, right? Like men, yeah. men do it a little bit differently, but I realized when I was on the road, um, because people would come up to me with like fear and trembling in their eyes and be like, I know I need to do this, but mm-hmm. I like, I, I hate the way I look or I'm so afraid and so I really, um, I really, really try and approach it from, from a more like soft, touchy feely, authentic. Yeah. So give it to place. me. What, like, what, one, what does that look like? Number one, uh, everyone struggles with this. Mm-hmm. I Reese Witherspoon, um, Adam driver, Javier Bardem, Bradley Cooper, people that are paid millions of dollars to get on camera still have a hard time seeing themselves on camera. So number right. one. Like it's really, really normal. Okay. Bradley Cooper hates the way his face looks. Okay. He had to work through some body dysmorphia. So, so no, regardless of who you are, you need to understand that this isn't a you problem. This is a human experience. Okay. Everyone feels this way. So good. Number two, uh, we are all our own worst critics. There are things, the things that you pick out about yourself. No one else cares about. No one is paying attention to right? Like you might watch a video and agonize over it and over it and over it. And then say, Oh, I'm not doing it. It's, it's too bad. And you'll erase it. But you could have sent that first take to someone and their response is most likely going to be like, Oh, wow. That was so sweet. Right. They could care crazy? less about the wrinkles crazy. around your eyes. So that's the I second have, thing. I have a red dot on my nose that 
that's all I look at when I see myself. Yeah. And, I, and, and I bring it up when I'm speaking Me too. and, you know, I, and most people are like, Oh, I never even noticed that. I notice. Yeah. It's all I see. Yep. Yep. So I get it. It's, yep. It's absolutely crazy. Yep. The mirror we see ourselves in yep. that so other people never will. So yeah, number one, it's like super normal, right? Yeah. Solidarity. Yeah. Number two, like you are so much harder on yourself than everyone else. And number three, and this is really the most important one. Um, you have value to offer mm. the world, your business, your clients, your family that has nothing to do with this meat suit, right? Like this is just mm. a meat suit. Who you are as a human being, the value that you have to bring, people are missing out on that because you're yeah. too afraid to show up. Oprah Winfrey, right? Oprah Winfrey has had a very honest and public conversation and battle with her weight and with her body. Yeah. Um, when she was offered the WGN show in Chicago in the 80s, she hated the way she looked. She hated the way she looked. But she chose, right? She chose to push past that and take on like having her own show and being on camera every day. If she had not have been willing, to like press into that opportunity, even though she was still struggling, the world wouldn't have Oprah Winfrey and Oprah Winfrey would not be worth $80 billion or whatever she's wow. worth. Yeah. Right. So like your value is more than this. So I, I could not agree more with you on all of those things. Mm. How, how do we get people to see like, well, I guess I don't have to say we, I'm, I'm interviewing you. I don't have to say anything. How I, because like what you just said, that's a great Hallmark card, right? Mm -hmm. You all have value. And I, I say that to everybody too, Yeah. but at the end of the day, they have to see the value in themselves. So yeah. like, what does that deeper rooted conversation look like when you say that from stage and afterwards a, a middle-aged woman pulls you aside yeah. and begins to tell you her story about all the reasons why the world has told her she means nothing. How, like, I mean, how do you kind of speak to that conversation? I mean, the, 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 we're getting into the deeper work, which Come I on. love, right? I, I, yeah. I love that. But I mean, I think it's a, it's a one-to-one -one individual basis mm -hmm. where someone's going to land on this, but you know, from a real high level, one of the things that I do encourage people to do, um, like, I know you can't fall in love with your body today. Right. Some people will never fall in love with their body or the way they look. Yeah. But, but making a choice to disengage from the negative, mm -hmm. like you have to make a conscious decision that I am going to disengage from the self limiting beliefs and the negative voices that are keeping me from being successful. And that's number yeah. one. And number so two, good. I encourage people to write down three things that you know makes you good at your job. Right. Like, I love that. Doesn't have to be everything. What are, what are the three things? Like, what is your unique value proposition? Yeah. Right. Are you passionate about humans? Like I know that I know that I know I, I am passionate about human connection. Humans are my favorite thing. Yeah. And I know that that is a differentiator for me, right? Mm -hmm. No matter what room I go into, I know that the fact that I actually have a heart for people is what makes me good at my job. Yeah. Write it down. What are you like? Are you a like a cutthroat killer negotiator? Always gets your clients what you know they need. Write it down because that is that is something special to you. So I, 
the best, the best advice that I could give someone without actually like getting into their story and crying, yeah. them, looking in them in the eye and telling them that yeah. they're okay and give hugs and all of that is you have to make a decision to disengage and you have to make an active choice to like speak of yeah. your own value, right? Like the, the Zig Ziglar, you know, the looking in the mirror, I am, you know, yeah. I'm strong, I'm worth it. It's not, this stuff isn't BS. It matters. No, no it, it absolutely does. And it, and if, if I can add something, which it, I'm always asking permission to add things on my own podcast. <laughs> Your show. Uh, it's like, you're the boss. I'm not really the boss. You're a national speaker. That's your title. <laughs> so you are my boss right now. But what, what, what I think is, is just, it, it sounds so simple, but like, if you can truly, like when I'm doing content, I'm always thinking about what is in this for them, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Like, I never do a video. Like I never wake up and go, holy crap, I need more business. I need to go do a video because that video is going to always be self-serving. It's going to always be turned inward and it's not adding value for anyone. And, And so if I can stay in the mindset of I have value to give to you and I'm just gonna keep giving that value. Yeah. Whether that value gets 30 views or that value gets 3000 views. Yep. I'm providing value to people. When, when we begin to live in a service to others, it's just really hard to have a bad day. Correct. Right. It's really hard to allow that negative self-talk to live inside of an environment that I'm creating. That's full of optimism and positivity and encouragement. Yeah. So that's, that, that's, that's part of what I do that I think has made me good at what I do. And then some of that to take it even deeper is I think we also have to kind of look around us and go. Who's around you mm. that's either validating your negativity, they're validating your lack of worth, yep. right? And then who needs to be around you that can allow you to speak that out loud, but say, no, like, that's it. That's the only time you get to think about it because now we're going to switch it. Yep. We're going to change the reference point and, and we're going to create, you know, encouraging self-talk yep. that, that is going to slowly, right? Because it's not a light switch. You can't just go you know what, Alicia, you're right. I'm going to be peppy now. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. You know, like that's not real life. No, of course not. And, and, and I, I think that's the, like, I, I think in the weirdest way, like my past as a pastor mm. was the greatest thing that could have ever happened to me to coach people to do video. Because when you're forced to look at a mirror of yourself, it freaking sucks. Yeah. It, it's and, hard. And so that's, I think that's a big piece of it. And yeah. so we've like, we've gotten really deep, really fast. <laughs> I, uh, I tend to do that. <laughs> I think I did it. So I'm just glad that you're willing to go along for the, for the journey. Absolutely. Because this is like, this is truly like guys, for those of you listening, this is the reason people don't do video. We say it's because we don't know what to do. We say it's because we don't know the buttons to push. We say it's because we don't have the right equipment. Those are all the things that we allow people to say, oh. but that's not really why. Correct. And so the, the amount of, and, and this is like, it, it breaks my heart. I, if I could have a platform to really like, you know, do anything, it would be to actually set people free, especially women from yeah. these like 
oh, these ridiculous lies and expectations about what we're supposed to look like. But yeah, the amount of the amount of like confident, what I consider confident or like successful women that don't even post videos on Instagram without a filter on their face that I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, and the amount of people that will ask me all the time on the road, women will come up and they'll be like, I'll do bomb bomb when you give us filters. I'm like, get out of here. Why do you want to hide your face? I know. Like, don't hide. Let, let's see the real you. You're about to make me mad <laughs> because I freaking hate filters so much. Yeah. I only like funny filters that like put like monkeys on my head. You know, or make me look like I'm in outer space. Totally. But it, it's it's so true. It I mean, my daughter is six. And every day, you know, she does or doesn't want to wear something because of what people are gonna say at school. Yep. She's yeah. six years old. Like that's not what she's supposed to be worried about. Yeah. Oh, it starts young. And unfortunately, she's gonna have those same issues when she's 40. Yep. And when she's 50. And so we've, we've got to figure it out. I mean, not necessarily. She can, she can join us. She can join us on the mission of setting everyone free. That's true. 100%. But, but I do, I guess the reason I was saying it that way is like, I don't know that anyone just says I've 100% removed myself from insecurities. No. Right. Like, I like to say that I'm like, I tell people all the time, like, there's probably not a more confident fat guy than me. Like I'm for sure. The most now there's probably dudes with six packs that are more confident than me, but I'm by far the most confident overweight guy. And, and so in most scenarios, that's truly true, but there's also times where I'm like, Oh, and I feel really small and I go hide in a corner and don't do video for for a month. Yeah. So it, we're all capable of it. And, and so all we can do, I think is just take it one step at a time and, and truly make it about everyone other than ourselves. Yeah. Swift. So what's in it for them? Yeah. I, like this, like this podcast, this podcast, this has nothing to do with me. Mm. I don't give two craps. If I ever get business from this podcast, like I solely want this podcast to create value for other people. Yeah. And so I don't look at the video and go, Oh, well, Alicia said great stuff, but like, I looked weird. I can't push Please. this out. It's not about me. Yeah. And the more often we get there, I think the better we end up doing here. I agree. And and so let's, I want to kind of like, let's, let's shift to be a little lighthearted and we'll see how long we stay. We'll see how long we stay lighthearted before we dig that back down into the trenches. Like you've watched, I, I can only imagine hundreds of thousands of videos Yes. that range from absolutely incredible yes. to cringeworthy what are some things like, let's just give a couple practical set, like things about like, what are two or three things that you watch people do and go, Oh yeah. And then what are a couple things that you watch people do? And you're like, yes, they get yeah. it. Yeah. Like, let's talk about that. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with cringe. Um, okay. Love it. Cringe. You know, this is a, this is a hard one. Cause a lot of people do it and, and they don't realize, but, um, Something as simple as watching themselves on the screen. The oh, I do it all the time. I've done it this whole episode pretty much. Hey, but Zoom is harder, right? Zoom Quit is harder. Quit calling me out on my own podcast, okay? 
Well, this it's harder when you live video because you got to change your eye line, right? Because I want to yeah, I want to sure. look at you. You don't want to stare into the camera the whole time. Right. But when people are are either like recording a video for right. their social media or to send to someone, yeah, I don't do it on don't, that. They don't look in the camera. It's really awkward. It, it is super awkward. It's it's they you don't feel awkward when you're doing it. Right. But when the person watches it back, there is a certain sense of what are they looking at? Yeah. Like what's happening back what's there? What's happening down there? Right. Yes. Yep. yep. Very much. So um, what's a, what, like, do you have any tips in like inside of that? Like to yeah. train yourself to look yeah. at the actual lens more yeah. often? Yeah. Um, again, when you're on zoom, I say, don't stress about it. Okay. Okay. Now, yeah. Obviously, when I'm, when I'm presenting on zoom, obviously I sure. try and like, yeah. really engaged, but, um, you know, I really encourage people. It's the same thing that I did as an actor. Like if you have to look into the camera, you should be, um, your intention should be that you're speaking to a person, yeah. not the camera. So, yeah, love it. so you want to just, you want to look right into the camera and speak as if you were looking to a person. So like, take the deep breath, you know, you don't have to like not blink and focus right. on it, but just, <laughs> you know, talk to the camera as if you were talking to the person. Now, yes, it's distracting because your face is there. Um, I had a client tell me one time that she keeps a little manila folder right by her computer so that whenever she's going to record the video, she just puts the folder over the screen so that her camera is oh. still visible, but that she can't, so that she can't look at herself. Brilliant. You know, just to kind of help you get in the habit of so it. So my mentor, he took a, I can't remember if it was a yellow or pink post-it note, but he just took a square post-it note. He cut a hole in it, the size of the camera hole. Yeah. And then he wrote, look here in Sharpie. And right. he literally like stuck it on his camera. Yeah. So that he had that big honking reminder to yeah, always exactly. get his eyes back up to that sticky note as fast as possible. Yep, Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I really, I think that the, it's just, it's a habit. It takes, it just yeah. takes doing it and, and the training yourself to look at that instead of yourself. So that's, that's one of them. Um, the long rambling videos are hard and mm. this is yeah. like, regardless of whether you're doing it on social media. I mean, I am, I get long winded videos on social media sometimes, but uh, you're a speaker. That's what we, that's what we do. I like to speak. No, I just, it, you know, you already brought it up, but the focusing on the value is really, really important. Like yeah. putting yourself in the recipient's position to, for what their experience is, right? Like, um, you know, when I teach to like doing videos for birthdays, I always give a suggestion. Like if you don't have a really deep relationship with this client, but you want to send them a happy birthday visit, pick something like a silly national holiday or a celebrity birthday and be like, I don't know if you even know this, but it's you share idea. a birthday with Ryan Gosling. Like what? Right. So just like use something quick. If you don't have a yeah. personal relationship with them to like make it more personal. So I'm I still in that. There is a client um, that took this idea and ran with it. And I have seen some of the birthday videos and he sends like a six, seven, eight minute birthday video talking about like oh all the historical things that have happened in their life and wow. how many seconds they've been alive and all of these things. And I am telling you the recipient of that video does not want to watch a seven or eight minute video of their financial advisor rambling right. for seven minutes about significant things that have happened on their day. 
that, that is, that is not about that person anymore. Right. So, so really focusing on the experience of the other person, right? Like I do not want to watch a seven minute video from anyone on my birthday. Right. Maybe Ryan Gosling. I don't know. I, I might try to send you on. So just be ready to get, I might actually make it like 18 minutes <laughs> and it'll be incredible. Well, we'll see how long I make it. You better watch all of it. So yeah, that's, you know, I feel like that one's pretty cringe. Like you got to really focus on, on the recipient's experience and, and yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I like to tell people if you wouldn't say it at coffee with me, don't say it on video or on social media. Yeah. Right. Like that person, if we were at coffee on my birthday, he's not going to be like, let me tell you eight minutes worth of facts about your birthday, buddy. Open up the book. Yeah. You wouldn't do that. (laughs) You'd be like, bro, happy birthday. Can I buy your coffee? And like, that would be it. Right. We would move on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's so much freedom in a screen that we say stupid crap because there's no, there's no danger of of backlash. Yeah. Yep. And it's very, it's very scary. Yep. I get in the habit and I've been trying to work really hard on this. Um, especially cause when I see other people do it, when they send me videos, I'm like, Oh, you don't need to do that. And then I realize, Oh, I do this too, where I, it's like, I introduce myself and I say why I'm sending the video as opposed to just being like, like, rather than just saying like, yeah, Hey, Kyle, it was so great hanging out on your podcast. Like, let's do it again. Being like, Hey, Kyle, it's Alicia for bomb bomb. I was just wanting to (laughs) thank you. Right. Like you get into this sort of like exposition thing as opposed, as opposed to just saying it, right. Right. Just say it. Just say it. I'm, I'm very passionate about like, I coach everyone I work with. Do not introduce yourself on camera. Yeah. Now that may be different in a bomb bomb environment. If I'm sending it to like a cold lead that literally doesn't know me. Totally. But in a social environment, the moment you say, hey, Kyle, it's Alicia, you make me feel like, oh, like I thought we were friends, but I guess we're not because she wouldn't introduce herself to me if we were friends. Yep, exactly. And it instantly creates a disconnect. Yep, exactly. Yep. And I want people to feel like you're my friend. Yeah. I want you to. Yep. And then every video is connected to me. So if you truly are like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? If you care enough. It's not going to take you too long to go, oh, that's Kyle. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. So let's talk about the good, right? I don't want to leave people with just, you know, quit being sucky and doing sucky (laughs) stuff. You know, like you and I are very positive people. So what are some of the the positive things that you see from people? Maybe here, let's do it like this. Give a couple things that you teach. Mm. But then also give a couple examples of like videos you've received that maybe you wouldn't have done it, but because it was done to you, you were like, oh, that actually, like that was actually good. That one might, that one might be a little harder to think of. I get not as many videos as I would like. That's for sure. Well, Um, that is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Um, So, so straight out of the gate, I would say um, energy right? Like the the camera, the camera takes a little bit of energy away from you. Okay. Not a lot, but a little bit, you don't want to be fake. 
Um, There's nothing worse than someone like being over the top and fake because you lose that up on that human connection piece. But let me tell you, there is a dramatic difference between just like taking a couple deep breaths and like smiling and getting your energy up is going to make a difference. You want your energy to be just a little bit amped up so that it can translate better because you're taking this incredible dynamic, you know, three-dimensional person and putting them into a screen. So mm-hmm. just want to take that minute, like if you've ever done call coaching and smile before you dial, it's the same thing. Yeah. Right. Like get the energy up, smile. Um, that's a big one. Uh, you want to use you language. Okay. Um, regardless of whether so you are talking to 3000 people or one person, you want to say you, you want to use that kind of personal language because when they're watching it back, their experience is going to feel very personal. The moment you start saying you all, or you guys, or all of you or whatever, they feel a little bit, it feels a little less personal, right? right? It's like, it's the small psychological thing, but it matters. It it matters for the recipient to feel like, oh, they're speaking to me directly. Um, I already mentioned eye contact. Um, obviously with the camera, that's an important one. Lighting. Yeah. Such a huge difference. You don't have to go out. Oh, go ahead. Let's stay on the you for a second. Okay. Because I think we, we live in a world that's very negative. And so I think most people are looking for the negative in things. Yeah. And so like when I get a video from someone that maybe I don't know, I instantly am assuming you didn't send this to me. Like you sent this to a hundred people and you hope I'm one of the three suckers that, that actually responds like, Hey, thanks for like, and so I think if we don't go out of our way to, to use you, Mm-hmm. Right to use words of inclusion that that truly make it feel like a real conversation. No one is going to care about any other words said on the video. Correct. And so, like, would you? Do you teach people? Like, let's say that that I'm going to send, you know, the same. Like, I'm going to do a birthday video today. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to send a video out to everyone on my Facebook whose birthday is today. Would you encourage them? to film a separate video per person where you're using their name and making it personalized over. Let me teach you how to make one that feels kind of personal, but you can just blast it out to everybody. So I have very, very passionate feelings about this and not everyone agrees. Glad I brought it up. Um, So number one for things like birthdays or thank you or whatever, you know, thank you for doing business with us. I feel like it's really, really important that if you are going to use the same like happy birthday video over and over and over again, that you don't try and make it feel too personal because that creates mistrust. If, so just let it, let it be obvious that well, this if, is just, if you're going to do recording. the same video over and over and over again, make a big deal about it right? Fill up a conference room with balloons and get your whole team in it and like throw up the balloons and make a big deal and use that as your birthday video. Um, if if you're going to do that, if you're going to, if you're so good, I love that then make it a big deal and don't make it try and feel personal because if you are trying to make it feel personal and it's not personal, now you've actually created mistrust in the relationship Mm. because 
right? I, Dang, I you are you are preaching right now, I, guys. I hope I'm you're listening. Passionate about that one. That's you. I've never heard it said like that. Yeah, I, now, I agree with you, but you explained it way better than I ever have. Now, is there a place for using evergreen videos where you're going to use them over and over and over again? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I think yeah. an appointment confirmation is a perfect opportunity for that because you can record a video and say, you know, hey, it's Alicia from Bomb Mom. I'm so excited to chat with you tomorrow about, you know, whatever it is that you're going to chat. Yeah. Whether just keep it brief and say, you know, all of that information is down below, you know, time, date, location. If anything changes, let me know. That's a great opportunity to use a video over and over again. Their, their expectation, the client's expectation is probably going to be more that this yeah. is a, a, a use again video. A, a birthday, that, that feels a little bit, it feels like cutting corners. It's like you're just checking a yeah. box. They don't care about my birthday. But I, I think you're right. I, I think if you can go big and just let that be the birthday video, I think that like I have a buddy that he he's a realtor yeah. and he paid this like TikTok beatboxer guy yeah. to record like a really cool, like synthed out, like beatbox birthday song. Yeah. And so he posts that on, you know, on, every, I, I wouldn't post it on people's walls, but, but it's a cool enough video that it's obvious it wasn't for you, exactly. but it's just cool. Yeah. And it's I, but I've never thought head. about it until the way you explained it. Yeah. Like that makes sense. Like if I could record a video, like jumping out of an airplane and I'm like singing happy birthday on the way down, like that would just be like, I can't wait to get Kyle's jumping out of an airplane video. Exactly. Make it epic. That would be That's so awesome. Cool. I, I love that. I can't wait to get Kyle's jumping out of an oh, airplane you singing will happy not. birthday video. You will not get God built my body to walk on the ground. Did you, so, you made this podcast a den of lies. Yes. So many lies. If I have to admit to being a liar to not jump out of an airplane, I am a huge <laughs> freaking liar because I'm not doing that. It's fair. I'm too old. My days of jumping out of airplanes could, should have been 15 years ago. So no one's getting me to do it. My grandmother went bungee jumping for her. I mean, may she, shut up her 63rd birthday. She went bungee jumping. Is she Canadian? She, she was Canadian. Yes, See, she was. that doesn't count. Like, I mean, it count. like in America, we're not that like y'all just y'all do things on a different level. We're, we're built different. We're so we're built for, for moose and, and grizzly bears. Gosh, we have derailed this conversation. <laughs> so, okay. So let's, since we talked about jumping out of a fictional plane, let's, let's try to land this plane. Tell me. What is something that you feel like you don't get asked about enough? Hmm. That's a good question. Thank you. You know, I, people always want to know. Um, people always want to know the the metric side of it, the hard data side of it, right? That's, I mean, most people, right? You've got yeah. the, they want to know the ROI exactly like if right. I do this, what numbers can I expect? And I think um, one of the things that I wish people were, you know, had more of that like curiosity about is the, is the non-tangibles, the mm. right. Like 
Yeah. So I under, I, yes, your business is important. We're all here because we're running businesses. Like I'm not saying that none of it matters. Right. Um, but I really, I really wish that I could get people to, um, really understand and be more interested in the effect that it has on the people around them to communicate in a more human way. Mm. Right. So like, good. yeah, totally I, I have been doing this for six and a half years and I still get excited when someone sends me a video. Yeah. I, I still get excited because that like the, the connected experience every single morning I come in and I have hundreds of emails in my inbox that you have to sort through the experience right. of when someone actually does send me a video and is like, Oh, what's up, Alicia? You know, I saw your video yeah. on Facebook. I miss you. Let's tr- let's jump on a zoom and connect and catch up. Like that yeah, it breathes life into you. It brings it. It really does. It breeds life yeah. into people. And that's what I wish. Like, yes, yes, there are tangible numbers. I can give you data on, on video in your business, on social media and all of that on your marketing. I can right, give right. you the data over and over and over again. But what you need to understand is that the impact, the emotional, like, Mm-hmm. relational impact that you can have on the people around you on a daily basis, just by choosing to send them a video and be a human being. You can't put, you can't put a price tag on that. There's no, met- there's no metric for the way people feel mm-hmm. when they get a video from you. But that I think is the greatest win of it. I, I totally agree. My probably the, my favorite compliment I've ever received is years ago, I'd, I just finished speaking and this woman came up to me and she was like, hey, I just have to tell you, you are as nice in person mm-hmm. as you appear to be on your videos. Yeah. And I remember because I was I was in my 20s when that happened. And so I was like, that's the that's what you came up to me to say. <laughs> like, that's a weird like, tell me how brilliant I am. Tell me how hilarious I am. And so I didn't appreciate it when she said it. But the older I've gotten and the more I've spoken, the more videos I've done and the more fake videos I've seen from our industry, I have grown to just so appreciate that the way I come across on camera Mm. is literally who I am when we meet one day. Yeah. And I can't even tell you how many hundreds of thousands of dollars it's allowed me to make over, over the last six or eight years. Because people no longer call me to interview me. They call me to close the deal, right? They call to just ask if I'm available, not to go. So how much do you cost? And what do you talk about? And can you give me three references? They've already consumed my content. So they already know that I'm the guy they need. But if I would have been wanting to track an ROI in the first week that I post it, I would have deleted all of them. Correct. And so that, that, there is not a better way that we could have put an exclamation mark on this episode with that's it. I, I would be as bold as to say, if you are the realtor or lender that's listening to this and you are concerned with your ROI on video, you're a moron. You've missed the point. You don't get it. Like you do not get it and you will become a dinosaur. Like you will be swallowed up by all the people that may not even be as talented as you but they're willing to show up leading with their humanity and it's going to, to be incredible. I mean, that's, that's the line right there. Willing to 
willing to show up leading with their humanity. Whoa. Did I say that? You said it. Holy cow. See, this is why we do video. It's true. Because we say stuff that's legit awesome that we would have, like, I could have never wrote a script and come up with that line. I already forgot what I said. So that's why it's on camera. So Alicia, this has been so awesome. We're going to do, we're going to do some more of these. Okay. I mean, well, if you're open to that. Yeah. Oh yeah. This was so fun. Um, how do people connect to you yep. after listening to this episode? Yep. Um, I'm pretty easy to find on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. My last name is pretty unique. Um, it's B E R R U T I. Okay. Like my Instagram is where I'm the most active and it's yeah. A L underscore Baruti. Um, you can check me out there. Um, you can shoot me an email too. I'm not afraid to give out my email address. Hopefully I won't have hundreds, but, um, it's just my first name, Alicia, A L I C I A at bombbomb.com. B O M B B O M B. I have millions of followers. So Great. just get ready. No, awesome. that's not true. I love it. <laughs> that's not true. We did hit today. We'll hit 10,000 downloads. That's exciting. Of the podcast. Congratulations. So not today, like this won't air for a little while, Sure. but literally today, what, yeah. what's today? The 9th of November. Yep. Is today the 9th? Today is the 9th. 10,000 downloads. So I don't know how many we'll be at when this episode goes live, but. Congratulations. Hey, thank you. Yeah. You are, you are a treasure. Oh, so thank you for bringing value on, yeah. on the show. Thanks for having me guys. If you didn't, if you didn't get something out of today, stop listening to this podcast and just go bury a hole and live in it. Don't kill yourself, but just go live in a hole because you're bringing zero value to people. So I'm just kidding. We love you guys. Y'all are amazing. Thank you for listening. We'll be back real soon with another cool person with an even cooler story. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If this episode made an impact, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and talking about it on social media. Go make a difference, and we'll see you soon.